Brian Powell of I Run Far here with uh, Jeff Browning before the 2017 Western States 100. How are you, Jeff? I'm great. How are you? All right. <laughs> I feel like I'm having a deja vu. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so last year you were third here, fourth at Hard Rock, fourth at Run Rabbit Run. You tired at all? N- um, no. You know, I took a good rest in the in the winter, um, some downtime. And then, you know, did a build-up and have raced early pretty hard in, in 2017 and then kind of shut it down and did some shorter stuff um, and stayed closer to home this year for the spring. So not a lot of travel even. So um, I'm feeling good, man. I feel, I feel normal. Do you feel like, you know, okay, so you feel normal now. Let's say, you know, end of September, beginning of October, did you, do you still get, like, pretty tired out by everything? Uh, more, I'm more I'm mentally tired mm-hmm. than I am physically tired um, by the time I get done with that it, you know because just you know 100 after 100 <laughs> it tends to like it's just the 100s take a lot of mental mm-hmm. and I think that's when you got to take a little downtime especially I have family you know and you know three kids and a wife and yeah, I got to I got to take that time with them yeah. cuz cuz they 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 sacrifice a lot in the, during the hardcore race season when mm-hmm. I'm running hundreds because I'm you know ebbing and flowing with with training so yeah yeah um, and so last year, externally, looking at your race here, you ran pretty much a perfectly executed race. Did it feel that way? And like, how it do you did feel that way? <laughs> and it how felt do you good? I mean, I mean, when I came to, when I was coming, when I hit Michigan Bluff and Bath Road, I was feeling on and I felt really good. Um, and it, it helps when you've paced well early in this race that, you know, I didn't get passed after mile 25. Mm-hmm. I was in 17th at 25 and I never got passed and, you know, ended up in third. So like that, being able to just pick guys off, it's so good for your confidence mm-hmm. in the race mentally. And, and it also helps, you know, emotionally, physically, everything. Cause it feeds you every time you catch somebody. So you're like, come around the corner, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna get another one. And so when you, when that happens, it's really, you know, it's really good for the rate, your race mentality too. Like your mental state is really good in those situations. So I mean, I'd love to. Conti- I'd like to do that in this race again. Do you think you can catch lightning twice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right? We'll see. I mean, the snow is going to be a factor. You know, that's. That, you know, I went and scouted today. We mm-hmm. have a lot of snow. Probably going to have snow the first 16 miles, or majority of the first 16 miles, or really challenging conditions. So that's going to slow us down. Overall splits are going to be slower. You know, to to Robinson mm-hmm. Flat. So, um, or at least at least to Red Star Ridge, we're going to be slower. So. You know, we'll see where we are at that point. You know, we don't know. That's why I was telling my crew, you know, we'll see where we are at Robinson Flat and if we're even close to the splits. You know, I always I always have goal splits, so um, we'll see if we can we can hit those. Yeah. But I uh, doubt it. You doubt it. At least early on. <laughs> early on. I'd like to hit them later. But if, I, if we, you know, we'll see how much that snow affects splits. And... You know, you, you set down a good, your third last year, you set down a good time. Do you think you can uh, match that time-wise again? I mean, I would love to run the same time I did last yeah. year with the snow conditions. So, um, so that, you can do the math on what I want to run if it yeah. was dry. Um, I definitely would like to go faster than 1630 in, on a dry, seat, dry year. Yeah. Um, and I think I can. I mean, I think there was plenty of room to, for some improvement last year on my performance. Yeah. Um, just some of a couple aid stations, um, a couple other things. And I went in with a little bit of a calf strain or last year after the training runs, the more okay. training runs. So I didn't get really good training at the end. Um, so the race was pretty, pretty close to perfectly executed, but there's a, 
couple tweaks and a little training. You yeah, could yeah, on. you always can find. Yeah. I mean, when you've been doing it as long as I have, there's always like in your mind going, mm, I could have made up a little there, could have done something different there. Um, but you, you know, that's. You're also always gonna probably be, have a little bit of that. Like, yeah, always, and maybe that does, maybe it would you wouldn't. So yeah, you know, there and in a race like this, it's always we always have heat. So heat's always a factor. So there's sometimes some aid stations are gonna take you longer than you anticipate. Just, you because need to deal you, with it. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. And if you don't, you don't finish third. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's snow early. You were up on there. It's uh, yeah, we went up today. It's Jesse a little slushy. and I went up there today. Yeah, it's slushy. There's a lot. Of, I mean, it's like running in. It's not gonna be icy, so that's a good thing. But but it's definitely like running in like soft sand. Now, you, you can't do screw shoes. No additions to your shoes. Yeah, you but, can't do uh, anything here. What are you gonna uh, What are you gonna use for shoes this week? Uh, I'm gonna run in the Ultra Temp, the new Temp that's coming out. Um, I have the production model. So this is a third. This will be the third race in that shoe. Mm-hmm. Ran Hard Rock last year. Um, Coyote. Uh, backbone 68 miler in March this year um, in a second round prototype and then I have the production model now so you know kind of like a Torin trail shoe um, good where does that fit into the the it, ultra it, trail it, it, it fits in between the Lone Peak and the Olympus so it's just a little more stack height than the, than the Lone Peak mm-hmm. but it's a wider platform um, a little more mesh upper um, so it drains well dries well this race it's important to have a dry yeah. a dry shoe because you're wet the whole time you're trying to stay wet um, and so you don't want sloshy shoes. Um, so that's, that'll be the shoe. Um, great tread. You know, it's kind of a hybrid between the Superior and the Olympus tread. So good, good lugs. Yeah, I mean, it was on the, I was on the snow today, and it, it'll be fine. Gotcha. Yeah. So you ran a bunch of races this winter, spring, but and won a lot of them, um, but sort of closer to home. Lower yeah, I stayed off. close this year. I mean, um, I'm traveling. I'm going to UTMB this year, so I wanted to stay close to home in the spring and just race locally or regionally in the Northwest. And I, I did go down to Coyote Backbone, but um, uh, you know, Patagonia's down there, and and it so it kind of feels like a close yeah, to home it, yeah, it's a close to home race, and it's an easy flight out of mm-hmm. Bend. So um, you know, yeah. So how do you judge your fitness? Because it's kind of easier when you're stacked up against some of the best in the world or the Western states, and you see how you perform. How do you know how fit you are? I mean. For me, after point. all these years, just uh, I kind of just I I hit about the same almost almost like identical mileage every year without even trying. You know, gotcha. if I looked at my total volume for the year, so I kind of know what I have to do. I know I need to peak and I need to taper and, and I need to do some peaks and valleys here and there mm-hmm. in training. I use strategic 50ks and you know bigger races to. I raced a little harder in the spring, early spring, and then I did shorter races earlier because I like to take out the hard long stuff too close to Western States. I don't want to burn too many matches. Um, I'd rather come in here more than well-rested than a little overtrained. You maybe you saw the people back in the day run, whoever won the Miwok 100K wasn't winning Western States. Exactly. Not very often. I think Jurek did it once but or twice, but you know those times weren't super fast yeah. back then. Like That wouldn't have been winning it today. No. So you gotta, you gotta, you got to be ready. So I think it's better to be conservative coming into the race. You could probably look over my shoulder and see Chris Mako over there. <laughs> yeah, Not so conservative. No, just, just ran the training runs fast because I ran with him one day and we ran together for a while, but then he took off and he was hammering. And so, and then he turned around a week later and went to, went and ran, ran a marathon in Ireland. In yeah. Ireland. So um, we'll see if his, how his legs do. So you've had a lot of experience and a lot of observation in the sport. How do you think like the men's podium might uh, play out this weekend? I don't know if I can make that prediction. I mean, I think Jim, if he runs smart, I mean, I don't think he'll miss the turn this year. So, and and he won't jump in the river and swim and try to swim and try to swim. Well, we can't this year, right? We're on the raft. So, um, 
So that one, we'll take that out. If he can run, I mean, he'll probably, I think I will see him go faster at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Last year he was hiking really slow on the first climb. So he was way back behind us and we were all like, really? I mean, Ian Sharma and I were together going, what's he doing behind us? That's really weird. Um, so I think he'll be out. I think he'll kind of charge from the beginning. He's got more confidence. He's got another year of racing under his belt. You know, um, I think we'll see. Jim's the one to beat. Only, I mean, I think Jim said this at the Memorial Day training runs. Only Jim can beat Jim. So we'll see. Yeah. Right? And and the rest, I don't know how to play out. I mean, I'd, I'd love to be on the podium again, but, um, you know, it, it's 100 miles and you just don't know. Like, it's one of those days that, I mean, my ultimate goal is to be in the top 10 mm -hmm. so I can bypass the lottery again. So, like, you, if things are going a little rough, say mid-race, you might play it out a little more conservatively and just try to get that, yeah, that yeah, top well, 10 rather than... Yeah, go for the guster to get third place or something. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would love. I, I mean, I'd love to still be up there in, in the in the top five. So, um, you know, I'll say that. I'd love. I'd love to still be up there. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'd have a. Re I'm having a rough race if I can't be in the contention up there, just because I I tend to not go too fast early, mm -hmm. and I just don't roll that way. And I, I don't like to run hundreds that way. And I've done this would be tw number twenty seven hundredth my my twenty seventh hundred. So, you know, I. I just use my the way I run them, and that's start out mellow and and br try to bring it at the end. I mean, there's a pretty talented men's field here, and Absolutely. a lot of really super fast guys. But you mentioned guys like Jesse Haynes and Ian Sharman and yourself, and like you can kind of count on a bunch of guys like yourself and those others to run smart, races. run smart, and end up in the top ten, even if they might be 25th at. Yeah, that, and that's where those are the ones you got to worry about coming red from line. behind you. Um, red star, red. Yeah, and you don't, you just don't. I mean, you don't know in these things. And and there's so many. There's a lot of fast guys and young guys mm -hmm. that don't have a lot of hundred mile experience. So you know that's where this. That's why this race is so fun because there's 30 guys that could win it on paper. Yeah, but hundreds are so tricky, and in the heat and all and the competition and we're not. There's never the, unless you go to Europe. There's never this deep of a field, mm -hmm. rarely, not 30 guys, right? So that's that what makes this such a special race because and makes it a hard race because it's easy to run other people's race around you and because you're used to leading. Everyone's used to leading. Like there's 30 guys that are used to being in the top three of a race yep. and they're in there in 12th and they're like, what am I doing in 12th? And it starts getting in their head and then they run too hard in that first 50 miles and when your legs come off in 100, they kind of come off. Yeah. And that's, that's, or you can be 15 minutes or 20 minutes back at Robinson Flat and be like, and okay. still, and still, yeah. Or oh, you can be 15 minutes back at Forest Hill and still bring it and catch a bunch of guys. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, Jeff Rose in 2010 proved that when, you know, Killian and, and, and Tony were way ahead and he was like 15 or 20 minutes back at one point and then he won. Yeah. So like you, you can still make up that time and that, especially once you hit Forest Hill, it's so runnable, you know, that, that's such a sweet spot of the race. You need legs there, but it's still hot. If you can get through the heat with legs and still have legs, then, you know, that's the way to run this race. So, all right, well show us how it's done on Saturday, Jeff. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Take care. Thanks buddy.